boaters, boaters. This is Bully from All Docked Up. How's everybody doing? Thursday night podcast night. Once again, Captain Buzzword. Uh, good evening. Good evening, Captain Buzz here. And so our, we, we always we always start with our menu. And Buzzy, t- what did I feed you tonight for dinner? Well, I'll tell you what. I- <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? What'd you get out of Bully's Kitchen tonight? It was a chicken marsala with uh, lots of mushrooms, penne pasta, Parmesan cheese, and as I told you when I ate when I, when I was eating it, the, the the pasta was embedded with the sauce. I that, mean, it was in the pores. Pasta Delicious. al dente, cooked it down in the sauce. It was beautiful. I mean, spectacular. I was hungry. I had a, I had a fun day. I had a, I had a past fun couple days. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But first, let's uh, let me do the captain's briefing first. All right, so so captain's briefing for this evening. Fuel spills. So, first of all, everyone knows that it's illegal to discharge any kind of oil or fuel in the water, any navigable water in the United States or beyond. It's just not good for the environment, and, and it's a common sense thing. When do you see it? Ha- you know, the most times I ever see people doing that is when they're filling up their tanks at the dock. Well, that's exactly right. When they're filling when, up their when they're filling up their fuel tanks on board. Yeah, maybe they got a long run and they and they and they push it a little too far and it blows out the. Burps. The, the expansion, yeah. Yeah, burps. Um, I've and, had that happen to me a couple of times. And so a major spill, you, you've got to report that to the authorities. But the one thing you do, you never want to do is use a dispersant, like like a dish soap. Like Dawn. Don't, like ever, do, don't ever do that. And, and we learned something really cool through the, uh, you know, uh, through the Clean Marina Act, uh, say the Maryland. Uh, wow. Don't use it. Why? Yeah. Well, the, the reason is that if you if you use a dispersant like that, and 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 a, a drop of Dawn will clear thirty yards, thirty square yards of fuel in in a, in a matter of seconds. But what happens is the fuel sinks. Yeah, it grabs it and it sinks to the bottom. And it then it's there for, you know, I don't know how long, a long time. The the if you can't if if it can't be contained, and you can't use absorbent. They say straw or absorbent rags or, uh, you know, the, those those um, those pads. If those oil, are, right? your oil pads, your oil absorbers, your socks. Exactly. Then it's, I don't want to say it's better. That's not the right word. Leave it on the surface because the sun will break it down quicker than yeah, if, it goes, burn it up. if you sink it to the bottom. The it's going to burn it up. Long. Absolutely. Yeah. So very important about fuel spills. Um, so do your research on that. Be very careful when you're filling your vessel with diesel or gas. Uh, don't don't push it too far. Know the limitations of your fuel tank and know when to stop. Well, they have those little nose spills, the suction cups that go right over, you know, your bleeder for your tank. Yeah. So if it does burn, it have shoots one on right board. in. You have one on board. And, yes. and you know, it, that's a good point. It's it shoots a- it right into there. Using them is never a bad thing. On, on my 285, on my Bayliner, yeah. the boat itself is, uh, you know, burps all the time. I mean, you really got to listen when you're filling that up. It sucks. Well, and you got to, because, yeah, if you're going on a long run, you want to have top off as much as you can. But it's not like topping off a car, folks. It don't, you know. It, 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 spilling fuel into the water is is a little bit different than the parking lot on the, uh, at the gas station because that can be cleaned up pretty easy. But so just be very very careful. So that's the captain's briefing. Detailer, 
What's our detailer? Yeah, briefing? I'll give you a detailer's briefing. Here's my detailer's briefing for the week. You son of a bitch. <laughs> so I had the privilege, everybody, of detailing Buzzy's topside from the rub rail up of his 2004 Sea Ray 420 in the water. Thank God I was on a pair of floating docks. <laughs> that was a little bit. So my back wasn't totally broken, you know, yesterday. But um, Captain's briefing for me this week was. You know, uh, empty out the boat to the best of your abilities prior to the detailer showing up. And I'm not saying that you didn't do that, that you did that. But I, I've run into it a couple of times over the past month. And um, well, particularly, Paulie, when you're when you're doing the interior, a cockpit or even if you're doing carpets or or down in the galley, if and doing cabinets, because some of the details you do are a complete detail of the entire vessel. Yeah, we scrub everything. We when somebody wants an interior, the carpets are getting shampooed, every every surface is getting wiped down, wood can be treated. We we've done it all. But you're billing hours. But see, you've got to move thing. life jackets. Right, out. Like, that's what I mean. Like I want to spend the time working on the customer's boat and cleaning, you know what I mean? That's that's right, what I want to do. Right. I want to focus on the detail. I want right. to, you know, it's all it's all about the detail, baby. Um friend of mine told me that. I can't even take credit for that. <laughs> a friend of mine used to tell me that. Um, but spend the time detailing doing the job, not moving everything around. And you'd be surprised what we find on boats. It would blow your mind. Yeah. Well, it's good advice. Well, because you're gonna if you're gonna you're gonna have to charge them if you have to spend all that time if I'm spending to extra, prep the boat sure, to do the job. Sure. Right? Yeah. You want to stay focused on doing the job. But long story short, you know, working on your piece. Uh, for the past two and a half days, I'll tell you what, guys. Um, I give you credit. The, the gel coat on a Sea Ray, even if it is beat, uh, every you know, if it's heavily oxidized, it needs a good compound. And you really got to break her down to bring her back up. Yours, yours was nice. Yours was a, yours was a nice boat to work on. It's a lot of lot of bends and cre. Oh my yeah. god, I could have killed you. <laughs> and the hard top, well, you know, you I'm up on top and I'm buffing out this hard top, <laughs> attempting not to take a header off of the side. Pray to God that I don't hit, you know, the rail on the on the way down Ooh. on top of the bulwarks. Oh, twist a little. Oh. Yeah, like hopefully you just hit the water good. Well, <laughs> and and nobody understood no wake in in Engineers Cove in Chesapeake City. What's the deal? I was bouncing around. I'm like, guys, what's going on, man? Come on. So, I went on to all docked up and hired a detailer to take care of my top side. And, you know, that's that's you. Yeah. <laughs> I had the privilege, everybody. Yeah. For all these well, years, you know, Paulie, you know, uh, we do a little teamwork on the boats together. I got a small one. Buzzy's got this monster. There's a lot of freeboard on that bitch to buff. Well, <laughs> well, hold on. Let's back up. And you got a blue hull, nonetheless. Yeah, Non-painted, just gel coat blue hull. Yeah. So, so. I've been spending a lot of time with Paulie over the years, and he's taught me how to use a wheel, and I'm, oh, I can get through it, right? So I do, I do the hull on the hard because it's pretty flat, and I can move the ladders around, and, and I'm fine. But I, I said to my wife, I said, I am not doing above the rub rail. My knees, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. Yeah, I need a bacchiotomy after doing I yours on the it. dock for the love of so God. So I'm going to hire, <laughs> I'm going to hire Paolo. Chesapeake City Bowwork or Chesapeake uh, Bay Bow Works, you bonehead. Yeah, you yeah, stutter and jack over here, guys. <laughs> yeah, nice. I fill you up, you're falling asleep on me at the end of the day. Oh, forget it. Well, it the bow looks beautiful. The bow looks good. She well, polished I, up real nice. I stopped down there on my way up because we've got a high wind warning. And so I wanted to go down and we had to flip it around. I want to make sure that it was all tied up. That's that's what I do. You know me. And uh, yeah, it looks good. It looks really good. It better look good. Or I'm going to beat you over the head with a buffer. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Shoot a pad at you, like 3,000 RPMs. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, I'm telling you what, that was a hurt. All right, so let's go into a little bit of the details. Now, you, you talked about C-Ray gel coat, and, and, I, and, and I had done... It's the best I could, and you know, I'm no expert, and I, I'm not a, I'm not a. She needed some love. You, you, you did, you did the best you could with an orbital on the top side, because you know, when I, you swirl the top side, dude, I'm telling you, I've been made fun of over the years. You know, I've had people call me swirls. When I first started learning how to buff, you make those not even necessarily mistake when you're when you're compound and fiberglass in general. If you got to do a heavy cut, you got to follow by a polish and anti swirl. Yeah. An ultra fine yeah. because it, it, you will swirl it up because you're digging in deep. Sure. You didn't do too bad though. I'll tell well, you what. I'm, I'm so pleased to hear that from a professional detail. I didn't say that I me. liked you. I mean, I, I, I don't, guys, did you hear me say that? Cause I don't remember saying that. I never said I liked you before it, you know, you know, Jeffrey was calling me, Jeff Halber, the other founder of the company is calling me and, and saying, Hey buddy, uh, how you making out with captain buzz's boat? I'm like, I really don't like him right now. <laughs> However, uh, the black streak marks off of the bridge, the the, yeah. what's, oh, yeah, the ships. And well, it, it's it, amazing what travels through the air and lands on the bow of your boat. It really is. Well, it gets stuck everywhere and then it runs down. It's so. yeah, it's, it's not so good. <laughs> no, but, but so how did you what what type of chemicals? What how did you bring it back? Because it, I'm it, a, I'm a three very M, even. I'm a three M guy. I love okay. the finesse line. They make a three step process. All these chemicals out there that are praising that they're going to be able to cut you, you know, all this extra elbow grease, it is an absolute fugazi. It is, it's nonsense. Wait, wait, wait. There's no running from buffing. There's no running from hard work on non-painted gel coat surfaces. Hold, hold on. A fugazi? It's a fugazi. Wow. Forget about it. It's a fugazi. Okay. <laughs> you, when you, if you want to keep your boat looking good, nice and shiny, non-oxidized, non-blotchy, and truly get to enjoy it, you have to do multiple steps. It is very rare. Some of my customers' boats that I've done that I've gotten to at that point in time, yeah. there's always a little bit of compounding to do, but you can use a one-step cleaner wax to do that without a problem. They're if not the going to be happy, though. It actually all depends. It's not true. Oh, okay, Sometimes, okay. like, you know, perfect example, um, a boat that's consistently maintained, that's washed every week, that's detailed fully once a year, if mm. not twice a year, to manipulate that gel coat is is not bad. Okay. You, you still got to spend the time to make sure it's even, everything's laid out nice. But you still have to cover every surface. It just takes a lot less time to process a two-by-two two with a wheel. You can go over a bigger bigger piece of fiberglass and, and not have the chemical dry. So you mentioned something about, about, about washing, and you had recommended to me recently to use the new ceramic coating soaps that they're having out there that's flooding the market. Thank you. Yeah, the, the technology. So to, to talk a little bit about that and, and why you recommended that. And uh, and before you do that, when I read the instructions on this product. That blew my mind. Yeah, it's very. And I use a lot of boat washing soap in my day. That system that you bought blew my mind. So what it said was wash the entire boat. Now, uh, just about every washing you know either either a wax wash or a strip wash or a boat wash all says you know do a section rinse it off do a section rinse it off the instructions on this product said wash the entire boat and let it dry and don't worry about it drying just wash the entire boat and then rinse it off and then rinse it off 
Well, and I now well, it's allowing the ceramic coat to take form onto the boat. It's setting into the fiberglass. I would call that a curing time. That's why they want you to do that. Well, think about I, it. Well, and and let's 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 tease that out for a future podcast because I haven't used that product yet. And I'm sure I'm going to be washing the boat, you know, after the Yeah, the you got to wash it again. Yeah, I'll tell you what, every day crazy. that I've worked on your boat, yeah. the first thing I had to wash your boat before putting a wheel back on it's it. It's yellow. Everything it's was crazy. yellow. It, it was, and, and all it does is cakes up the pad. Yeah, yeah. And it's a mess. It drives me insane. It's better off to take it, but then you got to dry the whole thing off. So, so we'll work. put that as part of our, our next podcast to talk about that, uh, you know, the performance of that ceramic boat wash. All right, so let's we talked about we talked about detailing the, the top side of my boat. So the other couple topics we have first is peeling shrink wrap. Yeah, go down to the basics. You just there's still a lot of boats that are under shrink wrap in there the marinas are. right now. There are there are a lot of boats on the hard still under shrink wrap. And I'll tell you what, a lot of I've ran into this a couple of times this year. A lot of the uh, marinas are doing recycling programs. Uh, for their shrink wrap. Yes. So peeling shrink wrap, you know, if you go down, whether you do it yourself or you pay the marina to do it mm-hmm. or whoever, um, you know, you, you got to do it a specific way due to the recycling rules that are being implemented, which is phenomenal in the marinas. It's great. It's one of my, you know, it seems kind of strange. One of my favorite days is peeling the shrink wrap off the boat. Yeah. Because it's kind of a rite of your passage. Christmas. It's your Christmas present it's, for the start. You've been season. thinking about it all winter. Okay. You got a decent weekend. I'm going to go down there and peel the shrink wrap. And, and so, you know, I've got a very, I've done it a number of years and I've got a very specific, well, you know, me, I, you walk around with a clipboard, your listed to do <laughs> list and break down. It's the, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. So a, a tip for folks because because I have a hard top and, and and the thing is way off the ground and some pieces I just can't reach. Yeah. So I take my extended, you know, boat pole and I zip tie uh, a sheetrock knife to the end of the end of the pole and extend it out and go and peel it back like right down the center. Right, line. you're going right down the center line of the shrink wrap and you're letting it split in half like you're opening a banana. Fall down. Let it fall right over. But what was it what was unique about this year when I got down to the boat? Uh, again, one of my favorite days. And I at the back of the boat on the shrink wrap was a sticker from the marina that said, we recycle shrink wrap. And so the, 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 the two very important pieces about that is all of the cord that they use. All your shrink wrap string that's, that's, in, that's been melted into your, um, you know, your plastic, that's got to be removed. Your exactly. vent's got to be removed. And vents, that's right. You have to cut the vents out. You got to cut the vents out. If you go right down the center line, split it into two pieces, mm-hmm. you can roll it up successfully because the marinas have clear plastic bags. I've used them over at Bohemian Bay Yacht Harbor. Yeah. You know, and it saves the yard guys some work. You know, the one guy, Brian, over there is like, Paul, either throw it in the shed or put it underneath the boat and I'll come and collect it for you. But if you can do that for the marina, they would be really, really happy with that. Yeah, it takes a little extra effort. And, and I know that, you know, everyone knows and understands what recycling is. You know, you're not, you're not throwing a pizza box in your recycling bin because it's got food on it. It's, it's just like that. Pull all the cord out of the shrink wrap and then cut the vents out and then roll it up and whatever, depending on the marina's instructions, either place it under the boat in two little piles or 
you know, put it in a, in a place where they designate so they can recycle the entire roll. Yeah, there's been way too, too much waste, way too much waste for way yeah, too it's long. A lot of with a lot of plastic. That yeah. you get. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean that. And and shrink wrapping is expensive, and it's expensive to the marina to buy the product. Oh yeah. You know, between you know the the propane that they're using, their tanks they're using. You know what I mean? You go through a lot of material shrink wrapping. You really go through a lot of material. If you've never seen a shrink wrap operation, I recommend hanging around a marina and watching. It is really cool. I had the privilege. I was taught by I know some. You I was taught by some really good guys that, that that, and I don't care what anybody says. I've been to a bunch of different marinas. There was nobody who ever shrink wrapped a thirty foot boat quicker that fast than Long Point they, Marina. Honest to God. Th- those guys, uh, they, well, they it was amazing. The I, they, to hold the roll right up above, above, above when the we boat. did yours that day, that was, um, they were amazing. Mm. I'm telling you they're and it's a skill. I mean, you do it over and over again, but each boat is different. And then how you set yeah. your wood, where you're placing it, where you're tying down. Yes. It's a skill set. It really is. But I'll tell you what, no one ever did it faster than those guys. Well, and, and don't like, it's your boat. So. Don't be afraid to go down there and check on it because uh, a couple of years ago, they, there was one wood stanchion along the center line that wasn't put in. And, and so the water collected and was resting on the bow of the boat. Right. So you had 500 plus pounds of extra weight just sitting Grab, on the front yeah. of the bow of your boat. Yeah. Yeah. And sitting on a, the hard on cinder blocks and stands. Yeah. When I cut that thing open, it was a, it was a flood. Yeah, that's no. Don't be scared to go down throughout the course of the winter time. Check on your boat. You can. Don't always call assume somebody that, down, and, right? Or call somebody yeah. from your marina and ask them to help you out. You know, after um, heavy snow. But at the end of the day, the boat is yours. It's your responsibility. Great point. Great you know, point. and a lot of marinas try very hard. They stay in close contact with their customers. Sure. You know, uh, the marinas really, really do work hard. But at the end of the day, it's your boat, your responsibility. Got to take care of it. All right, I have, I have one other thing to talk about. Oh, yeah. Tell me about your new little toy that you want to install on the Bay Out. Well, since I've owned the boat, the holding tank monitor has not worked. It was pointed out on the survey, so it was no surprise. And I've lived with it a long time. Now uh, you don't want to live with it well, no more. Uh, but, but, well, well, explain them. To, all right, so explain to the, you know, to the listeners okay. why. So, and, and I've tried to fix it. So I've gone down to the holding tank and I've removed it. Mine has three float sensors, you know, a, a empty, a halfway and a full. Sure. I cleaned them all off. I checked the ohms. I, I did everything I possibly you could. You diagnosed it. You found physically no I problem. I couldn't figure it out. But you have no connectivity between the sensors and the holding tank and the meter that sits in your, in, in the in, cabin. In, that's correct. I said, I said, well, okay. I, so I live with it. I was just, you know, okay, I kind of, you know, sixth sense. I said, okay, it's, it's time to go pump out and I'd be fine. Last year, however, I pushed it one flush too much. Oh, you had a little blowback, huh? And that folks, you'd never want to do. Yeah. You I were, said, uh, yeah, you were discharging out of your bleeder. It was bad. Yeah. Out of your bleeder valve on the side of the hole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's horrible. It was, it was, you awful. failed. I did. I, 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 you know, I got my arm foul. Guys, nail him. Everyone who's listening to him, you see him break his stones. Well, hey, see, you owe, you owed me one, right? Because I've been I've been using you as an example. Oh, you've been beating me up for weeks. But I'll tell you what, though, you know what? I've never had a problem 
sharing my shortcomings in any way, I, shape, me, or form. Because so. you know what? If you are not making mistakes and you are not failing, you are not learning. Well, let's you and I'll make the mistakes or the makes mistakes we've made. And let's save and let's save our yeah. Let's save let's, all the let's all, help our folks. Let's help our all audience. our folks that are listening to us. The, the do's and the don'ts. And the, and how about this? When we did make mistakes, <laughs> guys, we always have funny stories to well, follow behind. We, we have, and we'll have a lot more. So, and so this, yeah, that was, that was on me. I, I went one flush too much. So you don't want to do that. So uh, what I've done is I did some research and I found what's called uh, gobius. And what it is, is a, it's an outside the tank monitoring system relatively easy to install and my power source happens to be very close a 12 volt 12 volt to the uh to the holding tank and it's also bluetooth it's bluetooth capable to my phone so it's going to report right to your cell phone right so i can it's a swedish company and i've did some did some research and so we're teasing this out because i've ordered it I'll you're going to be the it. test on me and I'll, and I'll see how it works. Right. You're going to, yeah, yeah, we're going to see how good it really is. Cause I'll tell you what, there are a lot of people that would really like to have, cause a lot of those sensors are, are broken sometimes on people's boats. It's very common. Yeah. I've seen it all the time. And a lot of the times it's prohibitively expensive to try and restore the exact same system from an OEM standpoint that was, that was on the, you know, the boat from the factory. Well, I didn't want to get into running lines all the way from the, bilge holding tank area into the into the ac panel that's a long run yeah that's right? a, that's okay. a long run so i got lazy there i'll admit that then i thought about okay i'll just get a normal system and reinstall it but then i've got to mount a panel somewhere so i'm i'm going to be drilling holes and cutting glass and i didn't want to do that either and so like i said well, I said, this is a perfect solution so we will see how this works, and we'll re- we will report back on. This. I I really hope that the product serves you well because if there are, there are a lot of people that either a are having trouble getting they don't know the service providers to go to. If your local marina doesn't have the resources that you need to fix your boat, every marina is different. They have all different types of level services from full service sure. marinas to there's you know marinas that do minor mechanics a lot of shrink wrapping bottom painting every marina's got all different types of stuff that they do and do not do yeah so th- so this will be a kind of a test bed and and the, the next thing i would want if this works and we can report back to the audience that that this this thing actually does what it, it says and the installation is good but this is someone we would want on on all docked up companies i'll tell you what all different types of products that we can offer to uh, you know, all of our members, uh, whether you are a marine provider or you're just a simple boat, you know, you're a boater that's on the app all the time. Right. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's and, it would, and I'll say that, that, you know, the price of it compared to, you know, a normal monitoring system, again, with all the different floats, um, and I wasn't going to drill holes in my tank. I would have replaced what was there. It, the, the prices was, was pretty good. and so. So I, I will, it, it comes with two monitors. So I'm going to know when it's, when it's maybe a third full and when it's almost full. Right. Cause you have to install the monitor on the actual boat. So yep. you, you just go- stick it to the tank. Now it also works on, it works on, uh, plastic tanks, aluminum tanks, fiberglass tanks. So what your tank material is, and it, you could be monitoring whether it's a fuel tank and you want to monitor when it's low. Or if it's a holding tank and you want to monitor when it's high, it can do all that in the app. 
depending on where you place the puck on the tank. The new technology that is coming into the boating market, it's flooding the boating market. There is so much cool stuff coming to the industry. I mean, the options that they're able to, to, you know, to, from a factory, if you're, if you're ordering your boat, they're endless. You can do absolutely endless. Yeah. The, oh, I love it. All the systems, one are talking to one another. Um, it's incredible. It, well, it really is incredible. We will continue to share these types of things with you. So we've got to report back on the ceramic boat wash, and we've got to report back on the holding tank monitoring system that's going to Bluetooth to my phone. So for our next <laughs> I'm very podcast. curious to see how you make out with that. Yeah, me too. Very, very curious to see how you make out with that. Because I'll tell you what... I, you don't ever want to over, you know, have sewage spill into the bay. Any, any, unless you're, unless you are offshore and you are within the guidelines of the rules of the United States Coast Guard of when you're legally able to discharge your holding tank. Pump it out. Yeah. Go to the pump out, get her pumped out. Or you pull a nice little cool little system on board to what you were just talking about. And, you and know, what was the name of the company again? Gobius. Gobius. Yeah. Okay. Out of, uh, it's a Swedish company. Uh, but again, we'll, we'll report back. Uh, to make sure that the, the product works, and we'll continue to, to test products. We got a good test bed. You got your boat. We got our my boat. Oh, I'll tell you from a chemical standpoint, oh, no. I can give you a list. And it's funny in my industry, you would think that every single chemical works on every every different type of gel coat. No. It does not. No. All the boats are different. They really, really are. You, and yeah, I love trying products. I just hated trying them and then throwing away a twenty five bo- you know twenty five dollar <laughs> bottle of chemical because I don't know how many times I've done that. All right, folks. Well, we've uh, taken another almost half an hour of your time once again. We hope you've enjoyed what we've brought to you. Paulie and I will continue to bring uh, our stories, our mistakes, so that you can learn and avoid those mistakes. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Standing by on Channel 68. Standing by, Buzzy on 68. Guys, have a great night. Thank you for listening. <laughs>